Hi, I'm Megan Dibby and welcome to my podcast, Class and Session. In this podcast, I'll be discussing social injustice issues and everything to do with activism and allyship. If that's your jam, tune in every Friday. Hi guys, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Have I abandoned this podcast? Maybe. You may all be wondering, Megan, where the fuck have you been? I'm kidding. You probably don't care but um i have i have no good excuse as to why i haven't been uploading episodes i've just been lazy school has been kicking my ass as always no surprise um but hello i am here now happy new year uh i know it's april but happy new year regardless um i was really hoping that this year was going to be better than the last and i'm not gonna lie so far it's not looking like it it's not looking like it guys but you know what i have hope um, if nothing good happens to me in the next two days, I will be jumping off a roof. No, I'm not kidding. Um, but yeah, nothing major has happened. Season two of Euphoria came out. We watched it. We reacted to it. Um, will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Again, we watched it. We reacted to it. Pop culture moments. Nothing Nothing more has happened. Um, also, might I just add, Euphoria season two was shit i'm so sorry guys but it was abysmal and of course i am one who loves to give my opinions on absolutely everything so i will be doing a podcast episode on euphoria stay tuned for that it might come out next week it probably will come out next week but yeah my friend who's already been on here multiple times we're going to do an episode talking about euphoria and talking about the way teenagers are portrayed on tv shows so yeah stay tuned for that it's going to be great i'm excited but yeah, I'm back and today I'm going to be talking about the Vogue cover featuring dark-skinned black models that came out in February. Now you may be thinking, Megan, what the fuck is there to talk about? Just hear me out, hear me out. If you just, just listen to this podcast, and you know, you'll find out, just keep listening. Um, if I speak, they're going to say I hate black women. They're going to say that I don't want the best for black women. If I speak, they're going to say I hate black people, I don't want to support black people. But you know what? When have I ever been one to hold my tongue? Exactly. So today I've decided to speak my mind. Today I've decided to give my opinions as always. So yeah, after a very long break, I'm excited to say let's get into the episode. So basically the Vogue cover that I'm referring to was the February British Vogue cover that obviously came out in February and it featured nine dark skinned black women, black models and you know obviously people were happy about it because Vogue and other magazines have like a record of not featuring black women on their covers and just you know within the modelling industry in general and when they do represent us we're typically you know, presented in a negative light with racial stereotypes attached to it, or they just feature black people with a proximity to whiteness, you know, biracial people, light-skinned people. And so taking all of this into account, people were happy that Vogue finally had a cover featuring, you know, not only black women, but dark-skinned black women, and also the fact that they used a black photographer. So yeah, that's the reason why this cover got like a lot of praises and reactions from people, especially black people, you know, they called it a win for us. And of course I have thoughts and feelings. Like, I think it's because I don't know if like Vogue has ever featured a group of dark skinned women on a cover before. I don't know. I don't keep up with them, even though I do follow them on Instagram. But, you know, we we won't talk about that. But yeah, like my question is like, at what point do we accept that not all representation is good representation? like that's what i'm saying like a few black people were bringing this up on twitter and obviously they got slammed like people people were dragging them even though they were right like at what point do we accept that maybe 
maybe this Vogue cover is not a win for us. Like, I don't know. Like, we have to understand that representation is not liberation. Like, at the end of the day, it's not going to help us dismantle these oppressive systems that were so, you know, rightfully vocal about. To be honest, personally, the only type of, like, representation I'll ever root for is for black people to be represented on TV. I like, I just want to see black people, you know, in movies and TV shows, you know, portraying our different experiences, whether that be, you know, our experiences with racism and dealing with being in predominantly white institutions or just simply going through like, I don't know, like normal teenager shit or like things like black queer culture. Like I want to see that on the big screen, preferably made by black filmmakers. Thank you. Because every single time it comes to white filmmakers directing, writing about black characters, we we know how that goes down but yeah I just I don't know nothing else comes to mind for me like when I talk about representation that's the only form of representation I'm really like actually advocating for I want to say representation in the workplace but then again I'm anti-capitalist I'm sorry but I will you will never catch me rooting for us to do labor especially exploitive labor like no that's not what I'm about but anyways back to my point I just feel like the Vogue cover was not a good form of representation because all it did was contribute to the fetishization of dark-skinned black women which is already a problem within the modeling industry which is why a lot of us were rightfully weirded out by that photo shoot the main problem was that it played into the exotification of dark-skinned people I apologize I feel like I'm going to be mispronouncing that word this entire episode um but none of the models on that um cover were that dark in real life like on my podcast instagram page i posted the pictures of the model before the shoot and the actual shoot itself and you can clearly see the difference their skins were purposely made to appear darker like i don't know if they just didn't use the correct lighting or whatever it was but it was definitely done on purpose by the photographer and just the entire creative team in general Like, we have to ask ourselves the question, why did they choose to darken the model's skin tones? If they wanted to find darker models, they could have. They would have if they wanted to. Like, it just all leads back to exotification. And exotification is basically, you know, seeing someone as exotic and unusual and just, like, out of this world, basically non-human-like, and that in itself is anti-black. There has literally been a history of black people not being viewed as people, as humans. Like, that racist ideology has literally been used to justify things from slavery to, you know, our sexual abuse to even things like police brutality. And personally, in my opinion, the modern industry has just rebranded that and called it, oh, you know, representation. And it's proved it with that weird-ass photo shoot. By deliberately darkening the model's skin tones, they've basically dehumanised them. And the only reason I say this is because, you know, the modeling industry has such an obsession with very dark skinned, predominantly East African models. Um, There's a page I follow on Instagram. I think I've mentioned it on here before, but her at is darkest.hue. And she has a really good post on why most black models are South Sudanese and why it's weird that people are obsessed with like finding the darkest person in the world and all of that. And like I was saying, Within the modelling industry, they'll purposely look for black models with a specific look. That look being, you know, those who have very dark skin with a shaved head. And that's not to say that, you know, they're not beautiful or talented, but it's clear that the industry has like some sort of like weird fixation, some sort of weird fetish for these models. Also, they could do things like using their skin tones to contrast them to something Like, these models have become victims of fetishization, especially from white people, most of the times without even realising. And they're basically treated as props to fit some sort of, you know, 
a certain type of racist aesthetic. And I think that's the main reason why some people had a problem with the Vogue cover. Like these models' skin tones were manipulated to look a certain way. And for what reason? And also, side note, I just think it's weird how they've all made them look like, I don't know if monotone is the right word to use, but they've made them look as if, you know, dark skin doesn't vary in different shades and different undertones. Like, I promise you, dark-skinned people, in reality, do we look like that? I don't know, that's just something to think about, I guess. And also, with people criticising this cover, of course, other people are like, mm, I think you're doing too much, as always, da 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 I'm not surprised, but some black people were saying that, you know, we can never have anything. You guys always have to nitpick. You always have to complain. Like, hello. First of all, you're right. I do like to complain. I like to complain because... I don't know. I'm a hater. I'm a hater at heart. I like to complain about everything. Sometimes we need to hate. It's necessary. Sorry, I said it. Anyways, calling out the fetishization of dark-skinned people is not nitpicking. Like, again, this brings me back to the point that not all representation is good representation just because there are less opportunities for black people to be represented you know as a collective in a positive way it doesn't mean we have to accept any representation that comes our way like we're allowed to be picky we're allowed to ask for more and better representation why must we sit here and accept you know borderline racist imagery of us as representation when white people are constantly being presented as well like why must we settle for less hello we are allowed to complain let me complain in peace damn like black people please stop settling for less just for the sake of white people my god respectability politics will not get you anywhere i cannot stress that enough like we can't we are allowed to be mad over things like these no matter how small people think they are like every single day oh my god you guys just complaining about everything yeah rightfully so the fuck let me complain i hate this place and you guys can never do right by black people so of course we have a reason to complain like, our complaints are 100% justified. The fetishization of black people is a real thing. Like, just think about, like, oh my god, this literally reminds me of the way, like, um, white people will act and, like, the things that they'll say to dark-skinned black people, which is so weird to me. Like, that shit will actually have me rolling my eyes. I'm pretty sure we've all seen comments by white people when dark-skinned people decide to post online or whatever, and they're like, oh my god, I think you should, like, wear neon colours. Like, oh my god, you look so good in yellow please calm the fuck down like they treat us as if we're like fucking dolls they can play dress up with or i remember that one time there was this tiktok that went viral of this um dark-skinned boy eating chocolate and i swear to god white people went crazy i said damn i'm never letting this one slide like you guys cannot come back from this it was so weird. They were like, oh my God, like, I've never seen your skin before. I've never seen anything like it. You need to be put in a museum. Like, breathe. Or they were like, oh, I've never seen anyone like you. And I think there was like one comment saying, oh my God, I just need to buy you. What the fuck? Like, it's just mad how white people compliment us as if we're like fucking creatures. As if we're aliens from a different planet. Like, relax. That is what exotification is. And that is what the photo shoot played into. And that is why people were mad. We are not pieces in a museum that you can objectify and just like weirdly look at. Like, yes, I am that sexy, but I'm also a human being. Please, let's relax. Hashtag white people do better challenge. I'm sorry. I do shade white people every chance I get, but I have to take out my frustration somehow. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. I do.
but really and truly I'm not sorry because I'm going to be back doing this again next week <laughs> I can't help it sorry it's who I am um and also I think there was like one I can't remember right I can remember I think a few people were saying that our critiques about this photo shoot were colorist I said oh you must not know what colorism is then the problem isn't the fact that they are dark obviously not but it's the fact that they've purposely darkened their skin tones like these models are dark skin they are already dark skin they could have just photographed them in their natural skin tones and not edited them at all but they chose to that is the problem nobody's mad that they're dark like I'm a bit confused as to why people are projecting their own colorist ideologies onto us that is not what we're concerned with right now we're concerned with the exotification and fetishization of black people anyways that is all i have to say on the matter um this vogue cover was not a win for black people in my eyes in my personal opinion it was the opposite in fact and can i just say black people can also uphold anti-blackness and aid in the fetishization of black people I don't know why people seem to think that mentioning the fact that the photographer was black will change my opinion. No, it still stands. Like, yes, I know he's black and I feel the exact same way. My critique still stands. I did not like the Vogue cover. Maybe I am doing too much, but I will continue to do too much. That's what I'm here for. Thanks. Um, But we have reached the end. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. This episode was a bit short, but that is only because I'm not going to lie. I had nothing else to say. Um, I'm glad to be back. I am sorry I abandoned this podcast. Realistically, really and truly, I was actually not even being lazy. Like I just have a level of revision to be worried about. I'm not even going to get into that because if I do, I think I might cry. Just know that it's not going well for me. When is it ever going well for me? anyways next week's episode will be longer it will be at least an hour long because i am doing a guest episode with my favorite guest mercy of course and we're going to be talking about um euphoria and just you know the portrayals of teenagers so you know stay tuned for that next week uh but yeah thank you so much for listening i'm megan dibby and this has been class in session If you like this episode and want to hear more from me, subscribe and tune in every Friday. For now, take care.